You're listening to The Outfield with Eddie Robinson on Sirius XM OutCue. Thank yous to Chris Cluey for doing what he's done. And we have exclusively the actual voice of Cluey providing us with his reading of his open letter directed to Houston Texans owner Bob McNair. And keep in mind, as a, as a notation, folks, on November 3rd, the city of Houston will vote on Proposition 1, or HERO, the Houston Equal Rights Ordinance. It's an ordinance which would protect Houston residents from discrimination in work, public spaces, or housing. People opposed to it has been calling it the bathroom ordinance, saying that men would take advantage of this ordinance in order to claim transgender to get into women's bathrooms. Warning, parental discretion is advised, as the language on here is pretty intense. Uh, yeah, I know, we're serious, XM, but there may be some kids listening and that kind of thing. But um, I think in order to reach certain people, you have to deliver certain messages in a certain way. Call it disrespectful, call it foul-mouthed, but whatever you want to call it, it's Chris Cluey. <laughs> Barry, go. Dear Bob, here we go again. It was with some puzzlement that I read the recent story about your donation to a political group opposing the Houston Equal Rights Ordinance, HERO, a measure seeking to protect Houstonians from sexual orientation and gender identity-based discrimination. Surely, I said to myself, one of the NFL's 32 owners, businessmen with more accumulated wealth than most third world nations and completely vested in the well-being of the society that afforded them such success, surely this man could not be a pants-on-head, cow-humping glue-huffer stupid enough to buy in on clearly outdated ideals of bigotry and intolerance. Sadly, however, it appears I must hide my livestock, because the facts do not lie. You have, indeed, donated $10,000 to a cause whose sole purpose is to denigrate a specific group of American citizens. Which begs the question, why? Why does the idea of LBGT individuals enjoying the same rights and protections as everyone else fill you with such hatred, such loathing, that you would voluntarily choose to make their lives even more difficult than the prejudice they've faced for decades? Is it too much time spent watching your vanity sports purchase fail to accomplish anything more meaningful than a J.J. Watt cell phone commercial that hardens your heart towards those facing a drastically elevated risk of suicide compared to the general population? Are you not aware that trans individuals are nine times more likely to try and kill themselves due to the odiously corrosive social views like the one you've just financially enabled? Have you no knowledge of the fact that LBGT youth are far more likely to experience harassment at school and home, leading to depression and ideations of self-harm, mostly due to the short-sighted wrong-headedness of privileged narcissists like yourself? I can only imagine you never bothered to research any of this, Bob. I can only imagine there's a gaping hole in your mind, much like your ongoing ignorance of what winning football games feels like, where a normal person would feel empathy for others facing horrendous circumstances, because the alternative is that you simply don't care. And I really don't want to believe a human being could be that callous. After all, when you break something like that down into its most basic parts, it's really not a good look. Kids killing themselves after being mercilessly bullied? Bob McNair just don't care. Trans individuals murdered at an obscenely high rate? Bob McNair just don't care. Transgender people being murdered just because of who they are? Bob McNair just don't care. Basic human dignity? You get the gist. What makes your position of outright indifference, or, Paris have thought, affirmative discrimination, all the more odd, though, is that you can be so tone-deaf while holding such a visible position in a public-facing institution like the NFL. Oh, hey, that brings up another point. You may not have heard, but the NFL has been working really hard to clean up its image with regards to LBGT issues. What with the whole Michael Sam draft fiasco, my experiences in Minnesota, and the fact that no player feels comfortable enough to come out as openly gay, despite the league having over 1,800 individuals at any given time. 
Yet, here you are, inexplicably spraying a whirlwind of fecal chunks all over the league's PR efforts like an incontinent water buffalo after an X-Lax smoothie. It seems to me, and this is just pure conjecture, a hypothetical if you will, that your donating to an anti-equal rights group just might make people think twice about whether the NFL really means what it says on this issue. Like that time in Arizona, when the Religious Freedom Restoration Act, another attempt by some of history's cockroaches masquerading as people to curtail the freedoms of others, got shot down because the NFL stepped in and said they weren't okay with blatant discrimination in a state in which they operate. In case you forgot, which you probably did because I can't imagine a non-lobotomized individual being this incapable of self-reflection, the NFL said on the Arizona RFRA issue, and I quote, our policies emphasize tolerance and inclusiveness and prohibit discrimination based on age, gender, race, religion, sexual orientation, or any other improper standard. Well now, ain't that a thing? On the one hand, we have a feel-good, league-sanctioned position of a professional sports league intended to support all members of the populace, regardless of sexual orientation or gender identity. And then on the other hand, we have you. A slack-jawed, moldering husk of pig vomit, all wrapped up in a too-expensive designer suit. A sluggish waste of oxygen who values bigotry over empathy. So now what? How do we square this circle? How do we reconcile the product the NFL wants to sell us, that of an organization that cares about equal rights and is against discrimination, with one of the 32 men in charge of that organization giving money to a political agenda that wouldn't look out of place in Afghanistan? How are we supposed to believe the NFL is doing anything but callously trying to market their wares in a shameless display of pandering, much like Breast Cancer Awareness Month, where pink and profits are everywhere, but actual donations are not? Why, Bob, based on your actions, would we do anything other than surmise that your league has no actual intention of helping the LBGT community? Quite simply, we can't. Your douche-tastic buffoonery makes it all too clear that no matter what the NFL says, what the NFL actually does is enable hateful cowards in their Don Crapody quest to drag everyone else down into a wretched filth hole they think represents humanity. Pro tip, you and the other owners might find this slightly awkward the next time the public funding for a stadium issue comes up. People generally don't like their tax dollars going to rich, petulant dick weasels, and lawsuits are a real hassle. Let's talk about something else for a second. You're supposed to be a businessman, correct? Based in Houston, made a bunch of money on energy, economic acumen, captain of industry, all that jazz. As such, what in Satan's festering scrotum makes you think that you don't have any LBGT employees? Because guess what? You almost certainly do. That's right, you're deliberately sabotaging the efficiency of your own business by supporting such idiocy. How much effort will your employees put forth when they realize you view them as second-class citizens? Those same people impacted by the lack of protections Hero is meant to remedy are those integral to how you got that money in the first place, and you'd just as soon throw them away like a Ryan Mallet pass. Leadership comes from the top, and in this particular instance, your top is that of the trash bin collapsing into the dumpster fire. Seriously, how are you this obtuse? Almost every other corporate industry in America has figured out that people work better when they're allowed to be who they are, regardless of race, religion, sexual orientation, or gender identity. And that, Bob, translates into increased profits. I mean, forget the social aspect for a moment, just look at it from pure greed. You've heard of cutting off your nose to spite your face? This is rubbing ghost chilies all over your wrinkled old man balls just to spite your taint. It is literally, figuratively, inconceivable to me that someone worth $2.4 billion would do anything other than slap himself repeatedly in the face with a ham if he ever considered this course of action, but you went ahead and did just that, in complete defiance of all established business sense. I would applaud the sheer immensity of your fail if I wasn't so absolutely disgusted by what it represents for you as a person. 
Encouraging efforts that harass LBGT individuals and drive them to kill themselves. That's not exactly investor deck friendly, Bob. One last thing. Have you thought, at all, what you're doing for the image of Houston as a city, Bob? See, religious extremism drives away businesses. It doesn't bring them flocking in. Sure, you'll have a Chick-fil-A and a Hobby Lobby, maybe some poorly decorated wedding cakes, but that's about it. Not a lot of variety or nutrients there. No, the people of Houston deserve better than what you're trying to make of their home. They deserve to be able to walk down the street, go to their jobs, and yes, go into their appropriate bathroom without fear that some inbred piece of hillbilly trailer trash is going to assault them because he thinks he can get away with it. I know this is hard for your feeble mind to comprehend, but when trans individuals go into a bathroom, they just want to take care of business and get out, exactly like everyone else. A bladder is not a sex organ, Bob. Gay people poop and pee just like you. Well, maybe not exactly like you, since, based on your ability to judge right from wrong, I can only assume you suffer the same difficulties in aiming when it comes to actually making it in the bowl. So, just in case you've fallen over in an apoplectic fit and started chewing the carpet, let me sum up where things stand. We've established that your course of action is, one, indelibly corrupt from an ethical perspective, unless you're in favor of children committing suicide, in which case please turn yourself in and seek some help. Two, wholly irresponsible from a financial perspective, what with the whole hamstringing your business so it makes less money thing, and three, oh yeah, completely fucking ignorant on a societal level that would make a clan member blush. You may not have heard the news, Bob, but LBGT rights are in, and 12th century fundamentalism is totally and irreversibly out. Unless you're ISIS, but that might be too far, even for you. I'll give you that. In conclusion, the Supreme Court is not on your side, Bob. The president is not on your side. The general population is definitely not on your side, and history sure as hell is not on your side. So the next time you have $10,000 burning a hole in your pocket, which is basically always, why don't you do something useful with that money and donate it to Trans Lifeline or an LBGT youth shelter, or hell, light it on fire and flambe the tip of your dick until your tears put out the flames, because all of those would be more beneficial to our world than what you just did. Sincerely, Someone who is sick and tired of watching stupid old white men ruin the world for everyone else because they can't get over the fact that everyone deserves a chance to live their life. Former NFL player, Chris Cluey. Too long, didn't read, get fucked, Bob. Don't miss the outfield. Sundays, 11 a.m. East, 8 West on Sirius XM LQ.